0: You are locked on mizzou your daily podcast on the missouri tigers part of the locked on podcast network your team every day hail you true sons and daughters i'm john miller your mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of missouri tigers football and basketball You know what, before we get started with the show, I just want to remind you there's only one place to get all the info you need on the SEC five days a week, and that's Locked on SEC with Chris Gordy of Sports 790. Follow the Locked on SEC podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You know what? On today's program, we got all kinds of Missouri news to get into, including a couple former Tigers making the ballot for the college football Hall of Fame this upcoming next year, this upcoming round of voting, whatever you want to call it. But you know what? First of all, I want to say... Apologies out there to all of you who have been looking for a podcast from me. Not going to lie, I had a bit of a basement home ownership snafu this week. Some a pipe burst down in my, my toilet. We had an inch of water down there for a little while. It was just a complete nightmare to the point where now I'm sitting in my kitchen recording this podcast, staring at my beautiful wife, Melissa as she puts together some last-minute costumes for a dance recital this weekend. So it's, there's a lot happening in the Miller household, as always, and there's a lot happening here on the Mizzou Beat. Mostly, hey, recruiting, picking up in a big way, the dead period. Well, it's just that. It's dead. RIP to the dead period. And Bring on recruiting. Obviously, the night at the zoo, a big deal. Honestly, it's just good. I was happy for the kids, first of all, just to actually to be able to get outside, number one, co-mingle, get on campus, and just from Missouri's perspective to see and actually feel the buzz surrounding this program right now and just to see how the coaches and the players actually interact because obviously Eli Drinkwitz and all of his crew well they've done an excellent job of creating that buzz and actually getting results on the recruiting trail too and that's just being in in Zoom basically in the Zoom pandemic landscape that's been basically the entire Eli Drinkwitz era so far. So now that we're officially basically back to actually getting out and getting off of Zoom and actually talking to people in person again, I think that's going to be a huge advantage for Missouri. This is actually the perfect moment for that to happen. For example, take just down the road, 20 miles down west down I-70, you've got DJ Weselak, edge rusher, pass rusher, Boonville High School. Well, I erroneously thought Missouri was out on him when Missouri, yes, didn't make his top 15, yes, 15 schools. Somehow he didn't make that in. Well, I erroneously thought that meant Missouri was out of it. Well, apparently Missouri is still in it because DJ showed up at the night of the zoo and reportedly things went well on that front. Now, Here's the deal. The reason I really brought up DJ is because this is the first time he got to meet our new defensive coordinator, Steve Wilkes, and the new defensive line coach, Jethro Franklin, in person. That's no small deal. Again, if he likes what he sees there, and if he's never actually really been on campus or gotten to talk to anybody since this whole pandemic started, despite the fact that he's only 20, 25 minutes down the road, That's a really big deal and just shows you the kind of circumstances that this program and all programs have found themselves in. So again, Missouri, getting back to normal, I think this is actually an advantage for the Tigers, and hopefully we can keep this recruiting momentum going. Now, obviously, the biggest name of all is Luther Burden. We've talked about him before. St. Louis, wide receiver. Long story short, when it comes to Luther Burden, from all I've heard, hold on to your butts. The Tigers are in this thing. Yes, he's committed, quote-unquote, to Oklahoma, but the Tigers are acting like they absolutely have a shot here, and if you listen to Gabe DeArmond, Power Mizzou, you're a subscriber there. Well, this went about as well as you could have hoped, and apparently his, his family, his mom and dad, would love for him to stay closer to home. So, apparently, all was good on the Luther Burden front, and again, a long ways to go to signing day, so... Like with DJ Weselak, I think he wants to see the Tigers if they can win. I think Weselak said, he explicitly said that's one of his biggest deals. He wants to see if he thinks the Tigers can win big. So I've talked about how the beginning of the schedule for 2021 sets up nicely for Missouri. 6-0 and is definitely on the table. Well, that would go a long way to securing both of those young men. By the way, it looked like a heck of a fun memorial Weekend Memorial Day weekend, I should say at Eli Drinkwitz's house this past weekend. Man, he's got a nice place, doesn't he? Did you see that social media? Well, not only does he have a spacious place with a pool, nice nice landscaping, plenty of room to play, to play cornhole and outdoor ping pong and all that good stuff. Well, even better. I was wondering as I was watching the guys chow down on some burgers enjoying themselves, I had to think for a second. I was like, wait a second. They can give these guys free food? But it turns out, well, Eli Drinkwitz is smarter than me because he knew about a little-known NCAA rule that allows for coaches who, within, who live within one mile of campus, well, recruits can come on an unofficial visit there and actually stop by the coach's house if it's within that one mile border so again another brilliant arbitrary rule set up by the NCAA but you know what you play the game as the rules are written and Eli Drinkwitz is playing it so good for them and frankly good for the kids to be able to have a fun Memorial Day weekend get to hang out get some free grub off the grill who could possibly be against that quite honestly And speaking of something you should never argue with, well, you can't possibly argue with the savings that you get at rockauto.com because with the ever-increasing amount of makes and models, it is quite literally impossible to stock all the parts you could possibly need in a traditional chain storefront. So why would you endure often pointless or intimidating questioning about your cars and just find out the information at rockauto.com's easy to navigate website where guess what you don't even have to you don't even have to sign up for a new account anything like that just check out and be on your merry way but you know what i guarantee you're going to like your experience at rockauto.com so much that you'll be back regardless so go to rockauto.com right now see all the parts available for your vehicle and right locked on In their how-did-you-hear-about-us box, so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com And you know, in this very kitchen, my wife and I, Melissa, once again, I stare into her beautiful, beautiful eyes. Well, she and I, with our daughter Ava... We often watch Coco Melon. Well, really Ava watches Coco Melon and that made me think of betonline.ag. Now that may seem like a huge leap, but here's why. I got to say when I saw Tom Tom at the plate in the baseball version of Coco Melon, well man, that kid cracked one. Over the center fielder's head, and there's no fence out there. Somehow, the pig center fielder dives for the ball, starts eating apples and what have you, and yet somehow Tom Tom only makes it to first base. Now, here's my point, here, folks. If that was bet, if you had bet. On the Coco Melon Gang, let me tell you, you'd be mad and wanting your, you'd be wanting your money back. But at BetOnline.ag, it's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports actions. You don't have to worry about any shenanigans over there because that is truly the one place that we trust over at the Locked On Podcast Network. So head to the website and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using the promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline. You're online sportsbook experts. Be sure to use that promo code locked on. And while certainly football has garnered most of the headlines around Columbia and the Missouri beat, especially when it comes to recruiting at the moment, with the night at the zoo event happening, well, quite honestly, it's just as big of a moment for Conzo Martin, especially with two big time players from the Kansas City, Kansas area scheduled to make official visits to Columbia this month in fact and honestly whatever happens to me this year will determine Conzo Martin's future and the reality is it could go a whole bunch of ways and it's beyond obviously just what happens on the floor this season now we do need to see some progress on the floor not necessarily progress that's the wrong way of putting it because I wouldn't expect this Missouri team to in any way be as good as this past year's Missouri team not saying it's impossible but I think to expect that would be completely unrealistic. But what we need to see, especially out of the big freshman class in this coming season, is progress. But on top of that, and we, by the way, we're going to know all of this faster than most people think. That's why I'm talking about this season. You Most of the time, and think about this, think about the guys who are currently on the team. We kind of knew what we had for most of those guys from the beginning. You don't need two to four years to figure out how someone how, to figure out how good someone is for the most part. Now there are exceptions to that rule. Guys have different levels of improvement and all that kind of deal. But nine times out of ten, you're going to know by the end of the guy's freshman year. And with all that being said. Again, those two guys from the Kansas City area. First of all, Mark Mitchell, a top 10 player in the country, according to Rivals.com, taking an official visit to Missouri June 12th, June 13th, it sounds like. He's six seven, about 190. Sounds like me in my skinny days, to be honest with you. But an interesting player. I don't know how realistic of a shot Missouri has, but getting an official visit says that they're in it, no doubt about it. Now, it sounds like more realistically that Aiden Shaw, who is the 56th ranked player nationally, according to rivals, sounds like he's more of, again, a more realistic guy to get from Stillwell, Kansas, 6'8", again, about 190. So these guys could be what you would describe as combo forwards, sort of your coveted type player these days, a guy who can maybe... Go rebound, protect the rim a little bit. But obviously, these guys are a little bit on the skinny side, so maybe they can put the ball on the floor and shoot too. I mean, that's kind of where basketball is heading, right? Everybody's getting taller. All the tall guys are getting more skilled. It seems like eventually, we're just everybody on the floor is going to be six foot ten or taller. Who knows? And by the way, as many of us know here, the NCAA has allowed a one-time transfer exception. So essentially the olden days where if you transferred and you had to sit out a year, we all know that more and more waivers had been granted to skip that entire process, but now it's basically that's all officially dead. Except in the SEC, well they had, and I do emphasize had, a intercom intra conference transfer rule where if you did transfer within the SEC as Xavier Penson has transferred to LSU for instance, well you would have to sit out a year. But now officially the SEC presidents have voted to eliminate that rule which now makes them in line with most other conferences and again the NCAA's new one-time transfer exception. And I do want to talk about Jeremy Macklin and Gary Pinkle both making the ballot for next year's National Football Foundation and College Hall of of Fame, the 2022 class, both those guys eligible for it. Pinkle was, of course, previously eligible. And I do have some thoughts on that, but first I want to tell you once again about Built Bar. And did you know that Built Bar does have nine delicious flavors for every possible palate, including the occasional limited-time flavor? You see, when you talk to a Built Bar fanatic. They're definitely passionate about their faves. So if you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, frankly, you're missing out. And if I were you, I would try them all. They're all pretty darn good, but my favorite has got to be coconut. There's just something very soft and chewy and satisfying about it, but that's just me. But if I were you, definitely get the mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. And all of them are Low in protein, low in calories, low in sugar, and low in net carbs. So, you know what? Not only are these things good tasting, they're pretty tough to beat in the health department as well. So, go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. So, once again... Gary Pinkle finds himself on the college football Hall of Fame nominee list, the ballot for the second year in a row, and Jeremy Macklin makes it for the first year, perhaps his first year being eligible. I'm not entirely sure. i got to be honest with you. I haven't had time to take the complete college football Hall of Fame statistical deep dive. But if I did have enough time, I would wonder how many guys have made it playing basically two seasons, like Jeremy Macklin did. Well, if there's a precedent for a decent amount of those guys doing so, well, quite honestly, I think Jeremy Macklin has a really, really good case to make the College Football Hall of Fame. I think people have almost forgotten how dominant he was in college at this point. And honestly, I think he has – this may be considered a hot take to some Mizzou fans. Well, well, here goes. That's what the Internet's for, Right. I think Jeremy Macklin has a better case to make the College Football Hall of Fame than Gary Pinkle, and I'm going to explain to you why. And quite simply, it's what I alluded to before, dominance. You look at Jeremy Macklin as a freshman. He had 1,000 yards receiving, scored 13 touchdowns from scrimmage, including two in the return game. Then led the Big 12 in receiving the next year with 102 catches, 1,200 yards, another 15 touchdowns, and another in the return game. So again, in two seasons, Jeremy Macklin had 2,800-some-odd yards from scrimmage. Sorry, no, take that back. He had over 3,000 yards from scrimmage, if you include his rushing stats and 28 touchdowns plus another 3 in the return game. How do you score 30 touchdowns in two college football seasons? That's unbelievable. And again, this was in an era you got to remember. 2007, 2008. Yeah, Missouri was spreading spreading it around and throwing the football all over the field. But really that Missouri team was one of the one of many who helped push the sport forward to where we see it today, to where now everybody is constantly running shotgun and running the types of route concepts and spread them around concepts that Missouri had been running for for years beforehand. And Jeremy Macklin was a huge, huge, huge part of that whole that whole process. But don't get me wrong; I'm not trying to negate anything that Gary Pinkle did. At Missouri. I just don't think you can ever call Gary Pinkle's run at Missouri dominant, not in the way that Jeremy Macklin's was. And I think if you're, I have a high bar for college football Hall of Fames and all sports halls of fame. Now, I think clearly Gary Pinkle deserves to be on the ring of honor at Faro Field at the very least, along with Dan Devine and Don Faro and Kellen Winslow and Johnny Rowland and everybody else who's on that famous brick wall at Memorial Stadium. He deserves that at the absolute very least. Now, a statue, we can, we can talk about that maybe at another point. Frankly, I think Gary's too young for a statue at this point. I'll give him that. But ultimately, I think just because of recency bias, because Gary Pinkle was around all the way until 2015, and Jeremy Macklin's last season was now 13 years ago all the way back in 2008, I think some people have forgotten just how great he was at Missouri for those two seasons. I think one of my favorite Tigers of all time, I think one of my top two, I think it's him and Brad Smith. That's just my personal opinion. You're allowed to have whatever list you have in your mind. But if I'm thinking the absolute apex of my favorite players of all time, it's really Macklin and Brad. And Macklin was just the type of player that Missouri had never really gotten. A game-breaking receiver who could do it, not only in the passing game, but in the return game as well. Just... What an exciting player he was, and if you happen to be too young to really remember Jeremy, well, log on to the internet and find, find some highlights, really. It'll be, it'll be a good way to spend a few moments hopping into the Jeremy Macklin at Missouri rabbit hole. I promise you won't forget it, but I just hope the rest of the college football world doesn't forget how dominant he was at Missouri. And by the way, before we get out of here, I just want to remind you that today on the Locked On Today podcast, of course, they're talking about an embarrassing exit for the Los Angeles Lakers. Yes, get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, I am John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou.